What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Gregular Show. It is me, your best friend, your host of this show, Greg. Hey, best friend. Hey, bestie. Um, alright. Here's some encouragement for today. Just because you are one thing doesn't mean you're not a bunch of other things. Maybe uh, maybe that's too big. Uh, you, you are a multifaceted person, whether you like it or not. You may be uh, maybe a plumber or something like that. But at the same time, you're somebody's son or daughter or, or uncle or, or grandpa or mom or dad or something like that. You're also uh, a person who needs things. So you're that person who bought the last chips or who bought bought those chips, you know? You're that that person who bought those chips that 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 cashier likes. Now, you're that person who, uh, who, I don't know, who did something cool that the person can't really tell if it's cool because... You know, you're a stranger to them. Well, you're just a stranger. Yeah, you you uh you influence people's lives, you know. And maybe in a good way, maybe in a bad way. Either way, uh you did it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so as human beings we are important. And you know how it could also be like um you know those people on Twitter who always talk stuff. They might talk stuff on Twitter a lot, but they're also a person who does lots of things and who are lots of things to other people. So before we dehumanize each other or before we feel down about ourselves, we remember that we are important. Yeah. So uh, today, I think today's topic is... hmm, I was going to do hip-hop music, but I want to do hip-hop culture, music, and rap because it entails it all. Hip-hop is not only is not only the culture or it's not only rap, but it's both con- combined. Without rap, there would be no hip-hop. Without the culture, there would be no hip-hop. I uh, understand that. Just like, uh, never mind, I'm not going to go there. I don't say it's like faith, but you know, if you a big, if you're a Christian, you know what I'm talking about faith. Uh, there's faith in his works. Without both, then you know you, you're doing it wrong. So hip hop, we're gonna say, is a overarching genre, right? Now rap is a genre too, but hip hop is a maybe maybe it's a overall it's a it's a category, all right? Hip hop category. It encompasses all things rap and rap culture or hip hop culture. So you got the baggy jeans, that's part of hip hop culture. You got the hats, all types of ways, the chains, the grills, the you know, the name brand black businesses, that's all part of hip hop. Um, but you also got other things that are the negative parts of hip hop. The Drugs and the gangs and the thugs and the over sexualization of women and the, you know, guns, 
stuff like that. Um, but that's not that's not all what hip hop is. It does have that in it. But like I said, it's just the overarching thing of all of it. If you say humanity, humanity is not all, you know, pillaging villages and 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 all kinds of stuff that's evil. It also has good things in it. Um, but the main the main base of hip hop is rap. Now, rap means rhythm and poetry. R A P rap. Um, and rap is just any poetry. That's over like a beat. So we have a beat on like a drum or something. It's like boom, boom, pop, boom, boom, pop, boom, boom, pop, boom, boom, pop. And then you just make a poem like, uh, I love Home Depot. It's the best. Uh, I buy my toothpaste. It's called Crest. Or, you know, this, you know, something like that. All right. I'm not a good rapper. I'm going to tell you that right now. So I'm not going to be rapping for y'all. But that was just an example of what rap is. Now. That is is the basis of hip hop. Now, prominently, hip hop, or prominently rap, has been in uh, black cultures. I'm gonna say black culture because it's an African tradition. Tradition, uh, rhythm and poetry is to rhythmically say things to a beat, and then there's different types of doing that too. You can have the call and response. You have the solo. You can have the interchanging one. You know, it's, it's all in common center. So uh, anyway, so you have uh, rap music. Now, if you don't know, rap music or hip hop music came out or was first discovered mainstreamly, I guess, in about the 1980s, late 80s, I should say. Uh, and that's when a lot of things were happening in the black communities, or I should I shouldn't say black communities. I'm gonna say um, dis the dis uh, disenfranchised or or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word? Minority communities. There we go. Because there were also uh, little what are they? Puerto Rican, Hispanic people, Latina, Latinx, Afro Latina. I don't know. Uh, Afro-Latinx people, I don't even know what, I don't know what any of that is. I'm going to just say people from, like, the southern, southern America region. People from there, <laughs> they were also included. So, like, like, Puerto Ricans and, and Mexicans. And, I don't know, I'm pretty sure there's more than that, but that's what I'm, I'm going to boil it down to. I'm ignorant when it comes to like Latin, the difference between like Mexican Latin X and Latino, like I don't know what that is. I try to listen to like some uh, what do you call it? The um, I try to listen to like some code switches about it, you know, the podcast code switch by NPR, but it just made me more confused because it's just about it was just about people how people claim they are but they're not really or they. But they claim they aren't, but they are. It's just weird. Um, so yeah, and and of course, you know, they have struggles with white supremacy also. But anyway, we're not talking about that. Um, what was I talking about? 
Boy, if you don't get back on track. Uh, hip hop culture. Oh yeah. So it was started by the, the minority communities. Now the minority communities live in these neighborhoods called ghettos or projects or whatever. The projects was made to put people that they didn't really care about in these communities kind of to kind of control the population, kind of to whatever. I don't know. Uh, they just didn't care about them. So it was, it was kind of like a segregation without segregation. Like segregation ended when they built these apartments that they that people that can house people but it wasn't really well kept these neighborhoods anyway um i should do my research before but i know most of it from visiting black history museum every year for like 12 years when i was little but anyway um this is just this is just vague knowledge now they they came up with this music to you know to to get it off their chest, you know, they were struggling. So what they gonna do besides make music. You know what I'm saying? You got ain't got nothing else to do except if you wanna join a gang or I don't know, be a pimp or something. And that's not that's all required uh money that you don't have. Or you can become a MC and a DJ. Now it, it started off with MCs and DJs. It soon grew to be just rappers uh, with people who make beats. You don't have to. As technology progressed, the uh, the the way the rap game was played was mutated and changed over the years. But we're talking about rap hip hop culture as it is right now, or no, not as it is right now, but as throughout the years. So you know, it started off with. These groups of people who had access to the technology that was there, which was usually synthesizers, beat machines, and other things like that, maybe a piano or something, and speakers, boom boxes, stuff like that, tape recorders. And they would record themselves uh, rapping to beats. Or they could just have a party and rap to the beats like that. That's how a lot of popular ones came to be. You have people like um, uh, DJ Screw and his crew, uh, the Screwed Up Click or whatever. We have like the, the, what's those people? The, like the DJ, what's his name? DJ Academics? No, that's a different DJ. But the first DJs, the DJ, um, gosh, I can't remember his name. What's going on? Funk. Daddy Flex, no, 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 no. All right, whatever. I'm just gonna say. Um, so the DJs, the first DJs and their crews, and they would make the DJs would make beats, and then uh, yeah, then the 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 groups will wrap around it and be their fun. Then somebody, somebody, um, somebody decided to record them, and then that came into the taped it and, and sent it to people people thought it was cool and then they sent that to people and people want to play it on the radio radio's like hey they're not getting that many ratings what's going on i'm playing this new tape <laughs> and they're like oh what tape maybe we could play it on the radio and that's how that came about 
but rap itself, you know, now the culture, which is what I'm talking about. Uh, first, it, it started off with those kids rapping, and then they rapped about they rapped about what they were struggling with, what they wanted to get off the chest, maybe what they wanted to do when they were older, maybe what they wanted to do right now. Uh, never rap about that, or maybe they wanted to brag on you, or you know, seem cool, have a persona, be important, like most people do nowadays with social media. I want to be important. I want to vice versa, blah blah blah, etc. etc. Now, um, now that turned into as, as the as the time continues. And as the ghettos progressed, and as they noticed that people don't care about them, or not necessarily people, but the people who are in power don't care about them, they begin to have revolutionary tapes, stuff like Fight the Power, things like that. Rapping about either what's going on in their communities, or what they want to take a stand against, or want to take a stand to do. And so, uh, you have that not those parts. Now, as you progress through the years, you have a lot of the stuff that people was going through, or the, the everyday struggles, of what they know about, rap about what you know. That's what they always say. Um, you you start to see uh, a kind of a trend of these things. And then you have the people in the other communities who are not a part of that community start to kind of fetishize it because it's kind of, you know, I guess violence and things like that are fetishized even from the early 1940s and whatevers. You got your cowboy, cowboy westerns or your whatevers. All those things are your murder mysteries kind of things. Those always been around too. These, these authors, they wrote about these things that people are rapping about. And they rapped about the worst of the worst. And because it's exciting, because it's kind of like an escape. But it's not real. Now, but these people who are rapping, it was real. And the people who were listening to it, it wasn't real for them. Which, it was the divide that was connected, but it was a false connection. So these people who was in these, I must say the suburb communities, they began to be like, oh, this is cool. This is what's cool. Not this corny, I don't know. I don't know what suburban people listen to because I grew up in those, in the other neighborhoods, but, uh, and they wasn't even that bad by the time I was, I was growing up. But, uh, yeah. So the, the fetishization of the, the hood or the hood person. And so you will see what the people wore. Now, now they started having videos after a while because they go with the with the music, the music videos, and in those videos you have the hyper, hyper, I don't even know what that is, hyper masculinity, hyper sexualization, hyper whatever you want, the dramatizing of of the what's in the song. Now, sometimes in the songs, it was dramatized, and sometimes it wasn't, or sometimes, you know, it's like a person who's retelling a story, and if they want to make it exciting, obviously, you're going to dramatize some pieces, so people did that, some rappers did that, some rappers did not, or if you're 
retelling a story uh, from the author's perspective. You're going to add things that kind of fit with it, but that doesn't necessarily happen to you. But you can kind of rap about that subject. And so, um, you know, rap is an art form. Uh, and so it can be treated as an art form. But with that art form, you have expression and then you have kind of a reality. And when reality meets expression, kind of gets warped. And I think that's what happened to hip hop. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna, I'm going to I'm going to fast forward. I um the early nineties. You got to go to the eighties and go to the nineties. Nineties is where all that stuff gets ramped up. You have the two thousands. Two thousands is when things kind of get um they're they're pretty over. It's it's more like um it's it's inflated at that point. You went from the bare grounds of of this, and then you have okay. I'm, I'm gonna do it like this. You go from a guy on the floor, right? I'll say yeah, just a figure on the floor. Then as the rap, he starts to rap. He gets up on his knees, or you know how you get up on one knee, whatever. And then um, as that goes on, he gets all the way up. You know, people are listening to rap. People are, you know, doing well. And he jumps a bit. Now, you're not really walking anymore. You're jumping. You're a little off the ground. You're still close to the ground, but you're, you're a little off. And that's where the the puff, puffed up, like, dramatization, dramatization of, of what happened happens. And then you start to fly up more. I think that's where in the 2000s it is. Um, I think that's that's they went up a little higher. Maybe it's the peak, or maybe it's not. I don't know. I think I think that was the peak of the peak of uh, of rap or hip hop. Anyway, um, the peak of the jump is extra inflated, extra like you know. Uh, it might have been in the eighties. I don't know. Uh, it might have been in the 90s, 80s, 80s, 90s. Wait, did I say? Oh my goodness. It started in the early, in the late 70s, not the late 80s. Sheesh. In the late, in the late 70s, that's when it started. Not in the late 80s. Late 80s is, 80s is kind of the peak of what, it's like when the guy is walking, fully walking. And then in the 90s, he starts to jump. 2000s, he starts to jump a little higher. 2000s is where you have the boy, the, the guys, mostly muscular, usually, usually muscular, baggiest clothes. Um, I mean, 90s was like that too, though. Um, lots of girls around them, explicit lyrics, uh, what else? Guns. And there, there's, there's still a place in that right now, in the 2020s. But there's, I don't think it's as, I don't think it, it is as popularized as it was in the 90s and, and, and 2000s. Um, but you also have, so you have that, that side of rap, 
the hip hop side of rap, and then you have the people who stayed more on the rap side, on the art form side, who didn't go with all the flashy things and all that. They went more with the art form. They stayed lyrical, and that is the rapper, the rap artist who they call now uh, either backpack rap or like lyrical, what they call a lyrical miracle <laughs> rap. Uh, those are people like nowadays J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, the the uh, De La Souls, and it used to be MF Doom, but you know, rest in peace. And then like there's the hip hoppy ones like uh, Nelly and Luda, Ludacris. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they were oftentimes kind of merge with R&B singers back in the days and now just a bunch of stuff okay so 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 hip-hop it inflated uh, I think the 2010s it kind of came down a bit the people will start to realize that you know this is an art form and not all this stuff is kind of ridiculous and then you get the 2020s and I, I'm not sure what what it is now. I think we're we're still in the middle of a get, jumping or coming back down off of the jump. Yeah, it's it's a fairly new genre of music, fairly new culture. Uh, the chains, I think people thought the chains were cool. Um, I think people still think the chains are cool, but people are starting to realize how. You know the, the the game of chains. Like obviously, chains are very expensive. You can buy fake ones and fake that until you actually make, you know, have a real chain. But people kind of see through it already. Social media has it has came about has has flourished. So is you know like all right. So we know a lot of things that we did not know back in I don't know. 10, 20 years ago. I'll say 20 years ago. You know, a lot of things we didn't know 20 years ago. 20 years ago, you could probably read a newspaper and know some stuff in your area. But now we can know everything around the world by typing a couple of things in a Google search. Yeah, so, and so you can look up these things or you can reach people through social media and bring awareness to certain things. Like inequality, or you know, just all kinds of things. A lot of the puffed up, puffed up stuff, you can kind of fact check now. They'd be like, "Oh, I was doing this in your rap song," and then somebody can disprove it. Like, no, actually, you were sitting on your couch last week. You didn't kill anybody, and so they can see the ridiculousness in their claims, and then either be called corny or they can own up to their uh, their lies and say it was just, you know, for art reasons. And so people can see that, oh, you just said it for the art reasons. <laughs> or or you can just be a liar. I don't know. But either way, people won't believe the claims as much. And so now these claims are these ridiculous or you know, really dramatic life stories aren't as believable because you can kind of see their life stories. 
Now, if you go back in time, if you tell a story from back in time, there's no real way to know it. So you can you can still kind of get away with certain things. But, you know, what you're doing now and, you know, if you're still claiming that you're in a gang and then the gang's like, I don't know who he is on social media, then obviously that's not <laughs> that's not a, a, a true statement. All right. Um, so that was a long, a, a long, <laughs> exasperating section about seemingly nothing, honestly. If you have questions, though, you can hit me up on the social medias. But I'm going to get to my first segment. I want to cut out a few other segments. If you like them, then I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go to my song segment. I'm going to do the first rap song on my playlist. Alright, so this is a segment I like to call, uh, wait, what do I want to call it? <laughs> Oops. Uh, this one I, what is the segment I like to call? This is a, boy oh boy. Alright, so this is a segment I like to call, The Song Breakdown. Alright, did I say that? I'm going to call it Song Surgery. Yeah, there we go. Song Surgery. We still, we still workshopping it, okay? Where I break down a song, uh, about usually about the topic. All right, so this song is a, is a, is the first rap song that I have on my playlist. Well, actually, it's not. It's the third because the first two, the dissect podcast, already did them. So I don't think I need to go in any more. Um, any take on it? The first one is Sweatpants by Charles Gambino. Another one is Crawl by Charles Gambino. He is one of my favorite rappers, so of course that's on there. But the next one, besides those two, is called Galil by Recognize. Uh, he used to be on the Strange Music label. I don't know if he still is, but well, that's what that one is. And so we are going to look up the lyrics. All right. So we get the lyrics here. Um, oh boy. So we got genius. All right. <clears throat> so this is how it goes. Well, this is not how it goes. This is the the lyrics. This is on genius. So they might give us some insight here. I should look them on here more often, but uh, I like to I like to keep it vanilla, you know. It says, "I've been all alone and thinking you should know that even if any of it, bruh." I've been all alone and thinking you should know that even if you go, the world moves on. Pick yourself an alias. It's alien to you, but the world sings new songs. Okay, so that's saying like, and nobody wants me to tell you or nobody wants me to know or nobody wants you to know, like I want you to know that you're not the center of the universe, basically. Um... You know, you, you're not that important. That's what he's saying. You, even if you go, the world moves on. Which, in a sense, is true. But you're also very important. You are very important, just not to everybody. Um, it says, and it goes on to say, Catch a falling star. I be by the bar working on my next two wrongs. So... He's saying, uh, you'll catch him 
he's a falling star, so he's a star, but he's falling, he's at the bar, probably drinking, gonna do some mistakes, working on his next two wrongs, and that kind of rhymes with a song, because you usually say, I'm working on my next two songs or something, but he's saying, he's working on his next new wrongs, <clears throat> pretty cool, he says, finding somebody that gets me high, ready to spreading, ready and spreading to sex too long. Um, turning to divorce, I've been falling off the course this year. Better develop a force of fear. I'm at an end of an awful era. Tired of playing the nice guy. Why, I'm Michael Sarah. And this here is spiteful terror. I need to be a rifle bearer. Alright. <clears throat> so he's saying some more like things that um, that he is uh, going through, I guess. Uh, finding somebody who maybe the one night stand or something or yeah one night stand um and then maybe that was him cheating on his wife uh he's falling off the course maybe he's depressed or something um <clears throat> maybe this is like a momento kind of song it's called galil which is which in the songs it explains like it's a israeli rifle um <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't like guns for real but you know it's, it's here uh, I need to be a rifle bear. He said, it's real. Uh, feel my galil. Okay, so this is him, maybe, um, he just wants to kill it all, kill something, might he get things off his chest, maybe an anger management song. Kind of how you, like, if, if an angry person is angry, you want to punch a punching bag, it's him with, uh, Kind of like shooter vibes or whatever, which is it's not good. Another another song that is in meaning is kind of uh, we'll see we'll see how it's not, how it goes, but it's like that baths one, which is doesn't seem too good. He says three four, get it three four, feel it, moving up your spine, need to see more, losing all my minds. So I think three four is re referring to the to the time sin signature. Um, losing all my minds here to steal yours. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think he was going on the time signature. So three four, get it. Three four, hit it, or something like that. I feel it. Um, moving up your spine, need to see more. I don't know what the other three four is about. Let's see. Uh, we're on genius, so we're gonna we're gonna see what they say. It says three four is the time signature of the song. Oh, cool. Uh, I was right. The other reference with the spine. My only guess is that he was talking either three quarter shirt, which is only partially covering the back, or in additional the C four reference. He is later talking about three and C four of the spine, which is on top of the spinal cord. Close to the brain where he is losing his mind. Uh, sure, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, losing all my minds here to steal yours. I'ma do fine, see the C4. I'ma move chameleon underneath it. I'm a reptilian. With the middleman, it get me. It, with the middleman getting getting me really strong. Uh, okay. Um. So he said, I'm gonna move chameleon. Uh, underneath it, I'm a reptilian. The middleman is really strong. I don't know. Maybe he's getting the 
chameleon. He's going to camouflage into something and disappear. Uh, underneath it all are my reptilia. Maybe he's talking about the reptile species of the... You know, that, that conspiracy theory with the reptilian people. Maybe that's it. Which is all based in, like, I don't know, Satanism or something. Satan was a reptile, which is a snake. Maybe he's saying underneath it, it's all snake-like there. I don't know. Here to make me at least a million. I'm a cool collect character. What you respect that of a two-tone tech amateur. Two-tone tech amateur. Okay. Um, I think the two-tone, he's saying... Um, because he's, he's a mixed person. So, you know, his, his uh, mom and his dad are different races. And then the tech amateur, uh, since he's on the Strange New Music label, which is formed by Tech Nine, his tech amateur. So, two tongue tech amateur, maybe. Um, firing back at you up at the caliber. Check my calendar. So, firing back at you up and. I think the caliber. So he's just saying he's coming back at you with more things because he, I don't know, because he's a cool collect character. I don't know. Uh, check my calendar and you will see a max caliber. All right. Okay. I want to make make this thing like this connection here. I'm a cool collect character. But you respect that of a something something fire back at you today. So a lot of the like. Shooters are like the mass shooters people. They're they're seen like people would never expect them because they're so cool and collect. They seem like level headed, but really they're they're the shoot people and things. So that should be what he was alluding to. Um, Caliber is a legendary sword of King Arthur. Sometimes driven with magical powers associated with the rightful sovereignty of Great Britain. You see, a mixed color. Swat down challenges. Swat down all challengers. I'm at the ladder. Maddest of hatters. So he's like the, the crazy person. Okay, okay. So he's saying, like, he's cool, but you wouldn't expect that. Because, well, he said, you would you respect that of a tone down? Anyway, um, he's saying, he's cool, but, you know, he's crazy. He seems cool, but he's crazy. Check the calendar, you'll see that he is actually um, kind of like when they find like the, I think it was a, a Las Vegas shooter or something, I don't know, they checked his calendar and it was like, oh, he's going to all these events to probably go shoot people before they, before they caught him. <coughs> um, this song, should I give like ratings to these songs? I have no idea. Recognize this. He doesn't. I don't think he really tell anything about these songs. All right. Yeah. So, um, strange music. They have a lot of people on there who who take the art form and kind of play like um, what's the word? It's not. It's not for real. They don't mean it. It's a starts with an S, I think. <sighs> All right, so basically, they they are, uh, uh, they have a lot of people who I got the word is still on the tip of my tongue. Uh, 
the um, be bad purposefully for Shockwave or just for like the story element of it. Like they have a, a artist called Brother Lynch Hung, where he talks about um, gore killing people uh, and like cannibalism a lot. Which obviously I don't think he's actually doing those things, but in the song he talks about it kind of immense or like immersively satire. There we go. They got a lot of satire artists in which they play with being bad a lot. And so this sounds like a satire song of a shooter who's struggling a lot in his life. And he decides to shoot people. As they say, feel my galil. So it's like a story song. I, I enjoy these songs, actually. It's, it's actually not bad. Now, you can say that satire was the, the same... Uh, like literary literary style of the bath song, but it was giving commands, which I did not like. This one is just like a story. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm, you know. And he says, "Feel my galil," but honestly, you can't give a command if you're not doing anything. So if you feel a galil, you know, I mean, you can go and touch a gun, <laughs> but that's not gonna kill you. But if you jump in the ocean, that inherently will kill you. So, uh, yeah. So, they have guys like Brother Lin Chung, or even Tech 9 has some... I feel like there are a lot of satire. Like, he plays a lot with being bad, being evil. He has the good, evil, like, themes in all his songs, or most of his songs. And then there's, like, you know, just a lot of uh, being extra. It's like drama, drama rap. And it's, it's or like gore hip hop or you know stuff like that. So I think this is one of his songs like that. It sounds really good though. Honestly, you should uh, listen to it if you actually if you go uh, on Spotify, you'll see that these are the songs that I broke down. What did I say it was called? Uh, song. Uh, <laughs> Oh boy, song surgery. There we go, song surgery. <clears throat> and it's not even really surgery because I'm not a musicologist like they do on Switched On Pop, or even the news pump up to jam people, the Gregory Brothers. They know a lot about that stuff. I don't know anything about that, but I do enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty fun. But yeah, let's let's end it on a prayer here. Uh, this is a little, it's kind of a short. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I maybe talked a lot, but it's kind of a short episode. So we're gonna pray, uh, Lord, or yeah, getting your prayer stances, y'all. Lord, <clears throat> we come to you humbly, and we thank you for everything that we have, even some of the bad things in life. They made the good things seem even better. Um, we like to thank you that we are progressing as people Um, we ask that we progress even more we ask that you can help us be better to each other be better to um, those who are in need be better to those who who are struggling maybe it be mental health maybe it be financial uh, help 
but we we ask that you help us to help them um and we ask you to help them also <clears throat> lord we want to humbly come to you and ask that you um watch over those who are uh, who are perpetuating these stereotypes and other things that hurt people we want to ask that you help them to not do that <laughs> and um, yeah we pray to you in Jesus name amen alright till next time bye bestie bye uh,